It's Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. You know, I think I may have messed myself up by giving you this present the other day, Murphy. So um, we did this in the show and told you about it today that I went to an estate sale with my friend, Jerry Ann. Mm -hmm. She loves to go to them. Um, She has her own online business where she buys old stuff and then sells it. Mm -hmm. Like when we were at this estate sale, she bought a typewriter. She made sure it worked, typed a few words, and she bought it for like 15 bucks. She will then turn around and sell that thing for eighty dollars or a hundred, because she knows what it's worth. Man, somebody oh, that's a, that is a markup of five hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what she said. Anyway, it may, it may take a year to sell it, so it's not like you know, right? But but anyway, so she was like, we don't see each other enough, and so I I was like, yeah, I'll go, especially when I saw the address. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to that one. <laughs> anyway, so um, I was we were leaving the estate sale. I had bought nothing. And I just enjoyed looking around. I had looked at so many pretty, cool, old, um, like, Japanese tea sets, the real ones, you know. As opposed to? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Not Americanized tea sets. Uh, Because remember, they had the ones made in Japan. They had ones that are made in Occupied Japan. Occupied Japan. They had some of those. Phoebe's all into that, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I even told Jerry, I said, if Phoebe had come, she'd slept late that day. I said, if Phoebe had come, she'd want that. Yeah. I pointed at it. But anyway, we were leaving, and we're walking through the kitchen, and this was a, the house of someone who had been, uh, you know, involved in culinary and a chef for a time. What? And, yeah. Oh, man. It was a pretty impressive assortment of stuff in the kitchen, and I saw, la-da, a French press. Mm-hmm. Call, and it was a bigger one than we've seen. Like, I've seen smallish ones that would mm-hmm. make a cup for two. This was a bigger one. It makes like four cups. It makes like four. Mm-hmm. And um, it looked really clean, and I googled it like i googled the brand and it was like it came up european made and mm, fancy it was a good brand and um i googled the price of it and the price would have been about 40 bucks mm-hmm. and they were asking 15 dollars for it so i'm like god i really wanted to get a french press for murphy for christmas and i wanted to get it you know in the real box you know first mm-hmm. time you know brand new right so i kind of shot myself in the foot because that was my christmas idea for so you why did you decide to give it early because it was $15, and it was right now, yeah. right now. So Look, I really I, want I, you to know that was my idea for Christmas, because we've been kind I'm of- fine with that. We had, we'd gone to a friend's house um, a couple weeks ago after dinner, and they made a French press coffee for us, and Murphy was just drooling, <laughs> watching it. Well, so it's I, so good. I knew, I've I always loved the, the, I mean, the flavor of it, and I mean, I told you, you know, earlier in the show about it's me better. having the, you know, the Peabody Hotel in, in <clears> Memphis- which is, there's a lot of stuff that they do that they've been doing for 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. They serve French pressed coffee there. You can order it. They do it right in front of you, right? Um, oh, you, no. Well, they do it at the bar. <laughs> hmm, maybe I should have looked to see what they were putting in. <laughs> uh, French um, pressed Irish they, coffee. They do it, I mean, at the bar, and then they, they bring it to you. It's pressed and ready to pour. It's so delicious. <clears throat> and you, Chad, you explained it's because yeah. the oils. It's better than filtering coffee. Yeah, when you make it with a traditional coffee maker, you put in that paper filter. Right. And a lot of the oils that give coffee its distinctive flavor get filtered out by that and i got weaned into french press whenever i make coffee at home i'm making french press coffee like that's how i do it but before i started doing that my sister introduced me to a mesh filter it's reusable that you can put in a traditional coffee maker and it's it's a less intrusive paper filter so it gives you more of that uh french press flavor 
through a traditional coffee. Yeah. You know what's weird about that? I bought a mesh filter one time, but I wasn't thinking about preserving oils. I just thought it was, wow, this is you an investment because it won't waste money on paper filters anymore. <laughs> really? Paper filters that you get it like was, 200 for a I dollar? Know. It, was a, it was a money thing, but I did, I got, maybe I should have paid attention to the flavor. Mr. Thrifty. Yeah, right. Anyway, that really, was my, point. that really was my gift idea for you. And I'm I'm a little I mean I'm glad you have it now and I'm glad I got to experience it early and I love getting a bargain. There's a See, rush that's associated with a good bargain to me. Yeah, and that's a, and it's so, funny. That's not the kind of gift I would have necessarily picked out for myself if it hadn't been something that I, know. That I enjoyed. You know. I know. Yeah. So does that mean Murphy doesn't get another gift this year? Of course he does, Murphy. <laughs> it just makes it hard. There's an estate for me. sale this weekend. It just makes it hard for me. No, I want to give you something new that you're not expecting. And yada yada yada. But if you find something in an estate sale that's cool, that wouldn't bother me. It's yeah. not going to be like, you know, oh, great, somebody else had this for Christmas before. It's not, <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's not the way that I would take it. I don't want to do that. There were albums at this estate sale, you know me. Vinyl? Yeah, uh, vinyl. And I looked at them, I thought I was going to call you and say, do you want to come or do you want me to look at, through these for you? But um, it was all classical, which I know you like, but I didn't know if you needed that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't need to bring a bunch of stuff into our house that we don't need. Yeah. We will use the French press. In fact, I'd like some later, you know. Yeah, that's my one uh, downside to getting used to drinking French press coffee is I quickly got spoiled. Yeah, now it's, other I, coffee. I have a, yeah, I have a regular cup of coffee, and I'm just like, ugh. Well, and the, the, it's not fast. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a, there's K cup and mm-hmm. then there's French press, which are almost like well, polar opposites. You of press each other. it yourself, don't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. but you just can't you, press it fast. Yeah, yeah uh, like a plunger. Ideally, mm-hmm. you're supposed to wait about like five minutes before you plunge it. Quote Correct. unquote. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to the process of seeping tea. Yeah. Or steeping tea. Steeping tea. Steeping. Yeah. Steeping. Right. Yeah. Steeping, steeping. steeping tea is when it's a cracked cup. Yeah. It seeps out the side. <laughs> so the, uh, I mean, what I, of course, I, you know, and I forgot to tell you this during the show because this is funny. Um, so I Googled the right way to do French strip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, French press. Was? French press. French, yeah, French dip's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> With gravy on We're the side. We're seeping tea and drinking French dips. <laughs> French press, right. So, um, you, you know, you heat the water up to just before it boils. It's not supposed to be boiling water when you pour it in. It's supposed to be around 175, 180 degrees, which I just had to guesstimate. Yeah, I stuck your yeah. finger in and right. said, yep, no. that's about it. Right. So, you know, I mean, almost to a boil, let it sit for a second, then I poured it and did what Chad said, you know, four or five minutes, and then you just push the plunger down kind of slowly because you don't want it to all fly out of your pot. <laughs> <laughs> you push it to the bottom. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I mean, for me, the naysayer of me was like, oh, you know, there are going to be a few grounds that float around this filter. They didn't. It didn't. No, none of the grounds get out. It's great. Mm. Um, but when I when I Googled this, so, you know, Jody always says that, you know, the Google Assistant is always listening no matter what. Yeah. When I typed in the words how to. It knew it. It said French press coffee. <laughs> yeah, because it was. I didn't even type an F. I mean, I told I typed how to, and it was the first thing that came up. I know. Huh. I know. It's so this you is must crazy. be right about that. I know I'm right about it. It's not a person listening, and then you know, but it's just the whatever yeah. the, the, the AI the robot anyway. But I do want to say, <clears throat> even though you got yours the you know back way, the back door way. Here's a, the back door. Whatever. Way. I didn't buy it brand new. And wrap it and put a bow on it. It's perfect. It is. I, I mean, want to say it's only September, but if you're the kind of person who's thinking ahead for Christmas, I think a coffee lover who doesn't have their own French press would love it. Mm-hmm. It's a good gift idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's but so you're, affordable. you've got to be almost not an aficionado, but you have to be somebody that really appreciates it if that's where you're going to go. That's what I'm saying, a real coffee. I, I don't mean a coffee snob, but I mean, you know, somebody else is going to be like, oh, great. So you boiled water and yeah. poured it on the grounds. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you got to no, you squeeze it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when you give it, you explain. Look, we are a nation of, Speed. if not foodies, wannabe foodies. It's mm-hmm. true. You watch yeah. Food Network twice a week and you think oh wow let me people? get fancy in the kitchen so i think it's a good gift i don't have people at these estate sales that explain things like oh, no. this was used by the chef and he bought this from no not not that i've not that i've been like at. a story behind each piece There's wow. not, you know what that that's a good of. idea you probably don't have a whole lot of time to do that between the time that you know what happens that leads to the estate sale, the reason for it, you know what I mean? And then the time Yeah, you have to meet with the family it, to get so, all the... I'll tell yeah. you what this estate sale had. They, there was a baby grand piano. Yeah. There were chandeliers for sale, and there was a pulpit. A pulpit? There was a... Wow. Yeah, and it was Wait, real, really? real wood and had crosses on it. It was beautiful. Is this what? a preaching chef? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. I... I wow, you should. That would be fun to have in the living room. You know, it's kind of if you're my papa. <laughs> All right, family. Hey, there you go. <laughs> he right. doesn't need one. I, of course, you think I didn't think of him oh, when man, I was a little girl. I thought he always had a pulpit in front of him. Well, I mean, he he acts like he's in front of the pulpit every day. So you know what I mean. I know he does. <laughs> that would hey, be Mur- he would love that. Murphy, how would you have enjoyed that? Jody calling. Hey, uh, can you bring the truck up here? I just bought a pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I am not that person. It's so funny. I was telling my friend Jerry Ann that we, we went together. It's like I am at war with myself about it because I like a clean look in the house and I like things put away. It's ridiculous that I'm I love things. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that I love to go and see and get things well, because like, I don't like them out. You like things that can be put in cabinets. Yeah, okay. baby. So, like the, like the French press. But I'm liking Sam's idea. This is probably a pretty good a pretty good business model for an estate sale because it's almost like being on a museum tour at that yeah, point, you know? Because if it has this a is, cool story, that might make you want to buy it even more. Exactly. You but know? then you're in a bidding war because if six people are standing there listening to the story of the pulpit, then you then you know what I mean. You yeah. you browse around. I like the I browse around on my own. You know, I look around at what I want to look at, and that's it. I like the well, but I mean, it could be on a little you know four by six card. Yeah, you know, you know like when we go to those silent auctions and yes. you bring it up on the app. Love and it, it tells you a little story about who do- donated it, who painted it, who did this, and what's it about. Okay. Just- well, you're giving them more work to do. I'll tell you that. I do have a friend who does some of that yeah. uh, sil- uh, estate sale work, yeah. and it's a lot of well, work. You know what? And then now that I'm thinking about it, though, now that I've seen you have a cross-section of people who go to estate sales. Some don't care about the story. <laughs> yeah. All they care about is the price. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, and, and if it's just... If it's something that they may be able to turn around and resell, and there are a lot of people that do that, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people that do what your friend Jerry Ann does, and yeah. does, and they they make pretty good side money with it, you know. Yeah, you they have call to that have a, time. They call that a side hustle if you're not doing it full time. Yeah, you know? baby, What's I love side the side hustle. hustle. Oh man, this is from the Street Murphy Dictionary. Yeah, now you shouldn't announce that when you go to an estate sale. Like, <laughs> I'm here for my side hustle. <laughs> right. What's cute about um, the thing is I can go to one and not buy anything and just enjoy looking around because you just never know what you're going to see. That's the beauty of that and it, like antique type stores. Mm-hmm. If I go to Target, I know exactly what I'm going to see. Yeah, but if I go to an estate sale or a uh, an antique type um, retro vintage place you just never know what you're gonna find it ends up being a little yeah. trip a little adventure so i love that but enter murphy the few times he has gone with me 
man, he always comes out with something. He, mm-hmm. You can't leave without buying something. It depends on what it is. I mean, that, there are things that intrigue me that I know yeah. I can't use. Like, there was a time I found a 12-foot candle extinguisher, you know, which I guess was used for those no, really high-up candles. You know? Or chandelier candles. Chandelier candles, right, exactly. Right. But I have no purpose for that. But I'm like, wow, that's cool. You don't see these. See, why would you need one? This you know? is why I don't need to go. A right? movie but, company would need it. Yes. Downton Abbey right. would need that. Yeah. Well, if there's never a good one, there's another good one near me. I mean, a recently. twelve foot candle put her I mean, out her. That's a sight gag waiting to happen. <laughs> Start that sentence over. If there's another decently good one near me yeah. in the future, I will let you know, Sam. Okay. Except the two of you, I'm not hanging with you guys <laughs> at an estate sale. Oh, we were thrown out. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.